Welcome to the Sussex Studentpreneur Series, the podcast that shines a spotlight on the inspiring world of startups founded by students at the University of Sussex. In each episode, we'll embark on a journey of innovation and resilience as we delve into the captivating stories behind student-founded businesses. We'll explore the triumphs, challenges and lessons learned, providing invaluable insights for aspiring young entrepreneurs who dare to dream big and a deep dive that will help investors fully grasp the potential of these startups. In this episode, we are joined by Dylan and Matt, who are going to talk to us about their startup. Would you like to introduce yourselves, guys? Uh, Yes, please. So my name is Dylan, Dylan Taylor. I'm a second year student here at the University of Sussex, and I'm joined by... I'm Matt. I'm a second year student at the University of Concordia in Montreal, Canada. And uh, yeah, moving uh, here to Brighton in September to start uh, to embark on this uh, entrepreneurial journey. Wow, that sounds really cool. And what about your startup? Okay, so our startup is called Groove, and it's um, the recreation of a jukebox as an app. Um, Our vision for Groove is for music to be a key driver of social interactions in in bars and pubs. We want to sort of recreate a means of socialising in bars and pubs through this jukebox feature of the app. Um, So we want to make venues feel a bit more like home by allowing you to play your own songs and your own selection of songs in these venues. And we want to help you find your musical crowd as well and your new favourite spots. So by introducing a new jukebox to, um, to your local venues, and seeing them on a map within the app, you could see which venues play what kind of music, and so therefore find your sort of crowd and who you want to play music for and who will be playing the kind of music that you enjoy in bars and pubs. So helping people find their crowd and, yeah, just, you know, allowing local bars and venues to feel a bit more like home. That's the that's the aim of, the, of our app, you yeah. So for venue owners, essentially what we're offering is um, additional revenues that are created by each play of each song in the bar. And uh, another aspect of, of our mission is to guarantee that artists are compensated fairly for their music that's being used for commercial purposes. Yeah, that, that sounds amazing. It sounds like a great idea and a great way of bringing all of those values to life as well. Why did you guys decide to embark on this journey? What was it about that you said, hmm, I'm going to start a business now? So uh, Dylan and I have been friends for around 10 years now, uh, which is around half our lives, uh, given that we're, we're both 20 years old, 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, we've always wanted to start a business together. Our first idea was that we'd open up a food truck together, <laughs> yeah. a food truck or a cocktail truck, something like that. And uh, then in 2018 or 20. 19 we both uh, we both went to new york and we worked in a golf course as caddies together for the whole summer (laughs) and uh, that was our first professional experience together carrying uh, heavy golf bags all day for four hours a day in the hot summer sun yeah mathis came up to me and he introduced the idea of um yeah going flying all the way to new york from the south of france and he came to me and was like you know i'm gonna suggest this idea to you because i feel like you're the only person that would be willing to do this with me and i thought it was like such a brilliant idea to to you know, go all the way out of our comfort zone to different continents, try to make a bit of money when we weren't, weren't even, in, yeah, I think we were like 17, Matt was 16 at the time. So we've always sort of pushed each other out of our, our comfort zones, I'd say. 
And then um, more recently, I went to Montreal in Canada, where Matt's been living for the past couple of years for university. And that's where we started. He started talking to me about Groove specifically, and we started building this idea of um, a digital jukebox as an app. And um, and then when I started second year, quite quickly, I, I heard about what's called the venture creation year, which is being offered by the university to this, well, this upcoming year is the pilot year of the venture creation year. And that is a new opportunity given to business students, um, business school students, which is sort of like a placement year, but for yourself. So if you've got a venture that you'd like to pursue, um, a startup idea, you can apply to be part of the venture creation year. And so as soon as I heard of this opportunity, when I went to the careers team to get more information about uh, placement years, they told me about this new opportunity. I instantly called Matt as soon as I left the building and we started brainstorming more and more ideas and we just sort of went full steam ahead with this groove idea. We were bouncing ideas off of each other and trying hard to sort of um, compartmentalize our ideas and try to put together a business model canvas, which is what we needed um, to apply for the venture creation year. So that's, I think for me, it was a pivotal moment specifically for when we went full steam ahead and trying to get this sort of entrepreneurial journey started. That sounds great. Um, it sounds great as well that the university is investing in students in this way and allowing them mm. the time, but also, you know, the space to create and to build these companies from, from the ground up while still being supported by the university. Mm. You've. It sounds like you've been thinking about this quite a lot. So I, sh I imagine that you've come across many challenges and obstacles as any business or startup owner might tell you, but also I guess some wins as well. So I would love to hear about any of those. Yeah, I think uh, being that we're in the commercial music space, there are some natural barriers that arise uh, when we're thinking about our business model and how we're going to make it work, things in regards to uh, licensing, how to sell B2B and also B2C and potentially uh, B2B2C, right? So it's a uh, very specific aspects of our business model that are hurdles that we're going to have to, uh, some that we've passed and some that we're going to have to pass in the future. Um, and I guess more more broadly, it's this is our first time starting and running a company. We're two friends uh, with a with a dream, and now uh, we're we're thinking about uh, the future of a, of a company together. How we want to build a team, how we want to manage a team together, and uh, that's been a, a big part of our uh, of our relationship as co-managers as well. Is trying to figure out. Um, how to structure a company that would be uh, fit to, to, to that would be sustainable on the long run. So um, yeah, something I'd quite like to add to that is um, up until about a week ago, we've been working on Groove for sort of as much as we can and as much as we could have, but at a distance. Matt was working on it in Montreal. I was working on it here in Brighton, and so trying to organize times where we could do it together with like a four or five hour time difference and different schedules. That was a bit of a challenge as well. Now that we're going to move in together in Brighton next year, that's for me, that's going to be a massive win for us. That's going to be like, I don't know, it's going to change the whole dynamic and the sort of work ethic that we've had about it um, up until now. Another sort of obvious challenge is that neither of us are that, um, we, neither of us really know much about coding and that's, a massive part of trying to build a SaaS business is like developing a website, developing an app. We don't, we're not that, we don't know coding all that much right now. So that's a challenge for us is to start learning about coding and try to know 
um, more about that. So we're looking into doing free courses and learning a bit more about coding so that we can stay on top of it. Nice. Um, Upskilling. Yeah. At his best. Yeah. And uh, I think for me, whether well, the, the biggest win is, is securing this spot on the venture creation year. Yeah. That is like game changing for us. It was like, I mean, yeah, we were told, well, I was told when I first heard about it, it's, like it's open to the whole business school. Um, well, the whole business school for second years that are about to go into their sort of sandwich year. Um, so in my mind, it was going to be very competitive. And um, But since it was the first pilot year, there weren't that many applicants. So mm -hmm. we worked as hard as we could and we did the best sort of thing possible for it, the best application possible, the best pitch we could. Um, and getting that validation, that spot on the venture creation year with a few of the other um, people that got into it that was like a massive win for us because it was a bit of support, a bit of financial support for this year to come. And we're going to get a bit of sort of mentoring, tutoring, and just a whole year to dedicate to this project together. So that was like, the, for me, one of the biggest wins so far. Do you agree? Or? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's uh, it was definitely very satisfying to put in all that work and then receive a positive answer to uh, to everything that we've put in. Mm. And, uh, you know, now things are things are starting to pick up. Uh, we're starting development on on the app. That's a that's a huge milestone. Um, we're, we're yeah we're we're planning launch now, which is seems like it was it was so far out a few few weeks ago, and now we're thinking about when are we gonna launch this thing. So mm. it's definitely been a, a good couple wins in succession there for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Congratulations for all of them. They sound very impressive as Thank well you, for Elsa. for everyone. And you know you've talked about the future a bit or what you're planning in the next couple of months but what's in store for Groove and for you guys as well as co-founders of Groove right yeah so we yeah so our vision for the for the future would be I mean I guess more directly it would be having Groove set up in in bars and pubs all over the UK and, and further on down the line sort of worldwide we really want the app to be you know the the thing that people can use the app that people can use when they're moving or going to a new city you know they open up the app see the map and see and can instantly sort of see visually what scene they're looking for, what night at which pub, you know, and that, especially for students, I can, you know, sort of relate to that as moving to a new place. I didn't really know what local bars had, what kind of nights on or what kind of, just more fundamentally, what kind of genres or vibes that my local pubs were going for. And so with this app, you know, visually on the map through color-coded pins, you can quickly see which bars will be like, um, reggae bars with a green pin or jazz blues with a purple pin that kind of thing and they'll just help people find the scene that they're looking for on a specific night out when they go to a new place if they're not necessarily familiar with it so that's sort of my uh, yeah like the vision for the for the futures you know having that in as many bars as, as possible and helping people sort of yeah find the scene that they're looking for yeah what uh, what we're really going for is to take advantage of all the the social benefits of music and so a natural next next step after creating this platform where people can uh, connect through music in bars and pubs um, would be to move on to certain events to uh, promote local uh, local artists. Yeah, some some ways uh, we've thought of to uh, to promote local artists would be to create little local playlists, local artist playlists that then we could promote directly through the app, uh, whether it'd be a, a, a play on the on the on the jukebox at a discounted price just to promote those artists that are that are playing these uh, these specific venues and uh, as a, a social media uh, we mentioned there, there are a few social media aspects uh, of the app 
And uh, obviously the social media space is pretty saturated. So um, what we're trying to carve out is a space for us specifically as a social networking platform for music enthusiasts and artists as well to as a, a promotional platform and a connection platform over one same topic, which is music. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, now that you've started to develop the app and have a better idea of the app, I was wondering how does the business make money? Is it a subscription-based app? Is it a pay-per-play kind of model? How would it work? So it would be both of those. The um, initial sort of, our MVP would be more of just a pay-per-play um, sort of app. And just once we launch the app, there's going to be that option of, you know, paying for, say, 99p for a song. It's going to be a pay-per-play service. But then we'd also have uh, monthly subscriptions or potentially yearly subscriptions. So it'd be subscription-based also um, that we were talking about a little bit. Yeah, so that would be uh, the subscription-based would be for a specific number of plays uh, during the month or even for the advanced subscriptions. Why not unlimited plays? And that would be the subscription side of it. And then to the other aspect of our business, which is a B2B platform, uh, we really see an opportunity to promote local bars and businesses. So we're literally putting them on the map and uh, we think there could be a price attached to that, whether it be uh, increased visibility, links to uh, the menu, uh, even partnerships with local bars to get drink deals and things like that. So there are two ways we can uh, we can really reap the rewards of our uh, of our uh, of our product. And that's play play by play subscription based and also B2B by promoting local local venues. Nice. Sounds really good. Sounds like you guys have all the answers, which is really great when you're doing an interview. <laughs> I guess my one of my last questions is going to be about the entrepreneurship team and what type of support you found from them. Dylan has mentioned already about the business school, but maybe more directly what you're finding quite useful from the entrepreneurship team. Well, their direct supports and their rapid responses have been extremely helpful. That's like the most direct way that they've been you know, they really listen to my needs and if I've got a problem, they'll make they'll they'll do their best to answer that specifically. As I mentioned as well, yeah, the venture creation, yeah, that's been um created by the entrepreneurship team. It's that thing that they're launching, they've just launched. Um, Luke's in charge of that. And that that's been extremely that's has supported us and will continue to support us for this upcoming year. But um just their sort of ongoing attentive ear to any problems or any issues that we might have they constantly ask specifically now for the summer accelerator program which we're all on all taking part of at the end of each session they'll ask um you know what we thought of it and that they, they they do try our best they do try their best to um to make sure they tailor each experience that they offer to the needs of the people they're offering it to and that's been extremely useful and just very sort of I don't know, very um, motivating as, as a student that doesn't really know what they're doing. You know, we've got that support network. We've got those people that we can reach out to that will answer our emails, our calls, our needs very quickly. And that's been felt, I think, across the board, across the the, the Summer Accelerator program. I think you can agree, Berta. I do. I do agree with, yeah. with you, especially. Well, I don't have a business background, so for me, it was even more incredible to see how accessible it's been so far. I thought I would be way more lost than I actually am. So that's been really rewarding to be able to participate in the same capacity that business students can also participate in. Yeah, for uh, for for my end, it's, uh, you know, being a, a co-founder on the Venture Creation Year and this Summer Accelerator, 
you know, you, you, you are both uh, students of Sussex, but I'm not, so I, I'm not technically regarded as a member of those programs. Um, though the way it's really benefited me is, is in the application process, it really gave us a space um, to develop a business model and, uh, and a business plan and uh, really start having these conversations about strategy and which directions we want to go into. And now that we've been accepted, it's giving us an entire year to focus on this project and develop it. So it's, uh, it's, it's really, for me, the whole support system of giving, you, giving students that space to develop a project like that is quite incredible. And so we're extremely lucky to be here in this room talking about it right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have a really good idea. So to be honest, it's also in part because of your work that you're here, not only because of the university. But lastly, I think I want to ask you guys if there's anyone listening, you know, investors, experts, anyone that might want to help out Groove and help you guys out, what are you looking for at the minute? What type of support or help would you welcome? Any help is welcome at any point, really. Um, I think our main focus at the minute is trying to get a um, uh, an app developer, just a developer on boards that is in, in it for the long run for us. That's, I think, what we're looking for. That's our immediate need to help our intern that we've re recently received through the Summit Accelerator program. So thank you, entrepreneurship team, as well for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, one of our immediate needs is uh, trying to get one of those, uh, just a, a developer on boards, for the long run to be with us uh, in the long run. And then uh, just, I think we're trying to build our network as much as possible. Um, yeah, being a, a community-based uh, product and a community-based company, what we really need is for uh, everyone to rally around the idea and, and get as excited as we are about this and uh, start following us on, on socials, which is something that we, we expect to be launching in the next couple of weeks. So uh, be on the lookout for Groove on uh, Instagram and, uh, and LinkedIn as well. And uh, yeah, so we were looking to build that community, build that excitement around our brand. And so anyone that can that can help us get into bars, uh, get in contact with uh, with people who could uh, follow this excitement and this and this path and really be behind it and be willing to come into a bar and, and, and pay a small fee to play your song in a bar. Yeah, that's that's what we're looking for. Amazing. That sounds great. I think you've covered everything and more. But any final thoughts on anything? I think we both would just like to say, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we'll see you in bars very soon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, on the lookout. Good. Well, thank you so much, guys, for joining us today and for sharing Groove with everyone. It's been a pleasure on my end. Thank you very much, Bert, for having us. This was like a unique experience for us, our first podcast, and I think <laughs> it went very well. A very smooth. Uh... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you very much, Bert. Bye. This series was hosted and produced by Berta Santos, and it was a collaboration between the entrepreneurship team at the University of Sussex and 76 Podcasting, the student-led podcasting network, also at the University of Sussex. The jingle in this series is a snippet of the song If You Lived Here, You'd Be Radioactive By Now by Aldous Ignite.